Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. You're listening to the Sarah Fraser Show podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Fraser. That's very NPR sounding, isn't it? <laughs> you tune into this podcast for one damn second, you know you ain't on NPR anymore. Lord. Uh, you guys, it's TLC Talk. It's my talkers on Wednesday. I got a special guest for you. I love this man. Very down to earth. It's the second time he's been on this show. He did my show a year ago. And he's becoming quite famous. He's Dr. Eric Smith. He is Tammy Slayton and her brother, Chris's bariatric surgeon. Heavily featured, of course, on season four, which is now airing season four on TLC 
of the Thousand Pound Sisters. Um, he's got a lot of updates on our girl, Tammy Slayton. So here's Dr. Eric Smith back on the podcast. By the way, you are you like so famous now? Do people come up to you and go, oh my God, you're Tammy Slayton's bariatric surgeon? Like, I mean, do, you get, <laughs> do people know you? It, it does. Random places. Sometimes when you least expect. I had one of my sons on a college visit last year and I was having lunch with him at like a Chipotle or something. And there was a bunch of other kids there. And I felt like these two people were standing, staring at me and him. And I look up and she's like, I'm so sorry. Are you Tammy's doctor? And I'm like, excuse me. And she's like, you're, you're Dr. Smith, aren't you? And I said, yes. And so she yells back, Hey, I told you. all." So then my poor son, who's completely mortified, you know, he's like, really, I'm on a college visit. And then the, the girl hands the camera, her phone to my son is like, would you take a picture? I'm like, of all people, this could happen with not him, you know? Well, you so know, the, it, it is fairly random, but it does happen. The <clears throat> price of thousand pound sister fame. I mean, you know, it's just, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, look, everybody knows you. Dr. Eric Smith is here from thousand pound sisters, famously Tammy Slayton, Chris and, and Amy as well, or just Chris and Tammy. Uh, just Chris and Tammy. Okay. Amy, Chris. Amy was, um, Dr. Proctor was Amy's surgeon. That's right. Um, at the beginning. Um, you're the bariatric surgeon. And I mean, my God, what you have had a crazy year. A cr I mean, like we just, the debut of Thousand Pound Sisters season four just happened. There was so much talk. We might not get a season because it sounded like Tammy was near death. I mean, was, was that true? I guess that was really true. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, obviously the first episode is aired, so we can talk about that. Yeah. She was really sick. Um, I remember, uh, finding out about everything, you know, I guess if you remember at the end of the previous season, I went to visit her and, you know, she wasn't in a great place admittingly, you know, by her. Um, and really just, I think I had seen her the last time in the office. Um, and I never told her, I did not want her to come back. I just told her, I said, I feel like you're going through a lot to travel this far and you're, you're not wasting my time. I'm here every day. You know, this is what I do. Um, but I feel like you're wasting your time knowing that we've got some goals for you and you're admitting that you're not really doing the things we need you to do to reach those goals. So let me know when you're ready. I'm here. Um, and, you know, we were still filming of that season and I was still communicating with Chris. I was seeing Chris on follow-ups and, um, you know, honestly, a lot of this was total spur of the moment. Um, really? And I talked to Chris. Yeah. And I said, you know, we got, I got to figure out a way that I want her to know that um, I'm here and I'll support her and I care about her. All these people in this <clears> office <throat> care about her. Um, and we don't want her to think that we're giving up on her because I just don't think that's, that's an option. And I said, do you think that she would let me come see her? Um, and I had some stuff in that direction, that uh, speaking events that I was going to be heading that way anyway. And I said, and he's like, I don't know, we'll see. So I, I mean, honestly, I had no, I did not know until that day if she was going to let me in um, or how receptive she was. Wow. And, you know, I met with him and, and Amy earlier in that day and they said, yeah, you know, I think she's at, at least willing to, for you to, you know, she'll let you in. She'll talk to you. Don't know how, how happy or angry she'll be. Um, so that's kind of how all that came about.
That was end of season three, though, right? That was kind of when right. you went. It was sort of the last, you know, ditch effort at right. the time. She was, like, drinking. We sort of saw her reconnect with, like, an old boyfriend. It just, you know, things were not good. Right. Okay, so you leave season three. How long after that? Because with episode one just airing of season four, it looks like she was the one that basically said, I want to go to rehab. You know, were you involved with that at all in getting her into the rehab in Ohio? And and who called you to, for help? So I went to see her. We arranged for the rehab the first time as well. You know, it, there are some limitations in that versus proximity to where she's from, um, as well as people who do what we needed them to do and handle patients of, you know, really high weights and have the resources for those patients. So we arranged it the first time, you know, and she she felt like she was good against our wishes. We felt like she needed a lot more time, but she felt like she was good and she had checked out. And so when I went to meet her, I told her, I said, um, you know, I we're just here, you know, and I was kind of asking questions. Some of the answers that I already knew of what was been going on. And she was telling me about her drinking and <clears throat> she honestly just said, I, I asked her, would you be willing to consider going back? And she's like, I, I would consider, but, you know, kind of, I don't really want to talk about it right now. I don't remember, you know, the, the verbiage that occurred. And she literally looked at me and became kind of tearful. And she said, I don't really know how to ask for help. And I, mm. I looked at her and I said, well, you just did, you know, yeah. with you, you admitting that you don't know how to ask for help is you asking for help because that's the first step. And so I went to leave and she said, I think I'm ready. Um, and I would say it was no, maybe wait. a week. Just to give us context, this was this was not what we saw the film when the you had the filmed conversation end of season three, right? That visit. Was this in another visit? Or was well, if you if you if I recall as I was walking out, she kind of looked at me and said, I, I'm ready. And I said, that made my day. I think it was the the part that they showed on the show. And there's a lot of talking that goes on and they in and, between and what she's on the show. But, and I said, that made my day. And I said, okay, you know, we'll take it from there. So, um, I remember I was, I was, I believe in like at Ohio state or at a lab somewhere teaching a course. And they reached out to me and they said, Tammy wants to talk to you on the phone. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of a course. I've got surgeons here. And they're like, can you just give us like 15, 20 minutes? So I broke away and put my AirPods in and went into another room in the lab and she kind of told me, I'm ready, I'm ready to go back, you know, for sure. Cause you know, we kind of left it as how, how formal is this? Right. And so we started the ball rolling of her, of her going back to rehab and she literally wasn't there a few hours. When, of course we saw like she almost died. Right. Yeah. Exactly. She went to re respiratory failure. <clears throat> I remember the producers reached out to me and told me that she was rushed to the hospital, that she was on a ventilator, um, that she wasn't, she wasn't very stable. Um, and, you know, we were just in contact daily. I was in contact with Chris. That was the easiest person I could talk, talk to. Sure. As well as, um, as well as the producers, but really Chris was family. So I could get information from him right away as her, as her physician. Um, <clears throat> of what they felt like she was comfortable sharing. And he was just kind of keeping me updated. I remember meeting with our office and kind of warning them, Hey guys, cause I couldn't, 
you know, I had to be very careful about telling them what was going on, but like they're invested in her, you know, they're, she's a patient to them. They see her just like they see people that live in our community every single day, patients that have had surgery and worked up for surgery. Excuse me. So I had to sit them down and kind of tell them that it was very touch and go. I mean, it's amazing. Thank God she like pulled through. Um, And, you know, it sounds like she's been at this facility for about a year in Ohio. Is is that typical for patients like with, with, with who have such weight issues to be there usually in a rehab facility for a year? So there's a little bit, a lot depends on the situation, but I I will say this um, without revealing too much. um, I'm not a huge fan of putting people in a rehab facility to force them to lose weight that doesn't emulate real daily life decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, I think the, the misconception by people is that She's in this place. They limit severely calories. They limit severely food access. And they say no when someone asks. That's not reality. And I think that that goes on in other places. And we'll leave it at that in other situations. But sure, that's not reality. You're setting someone up for failure. You know, it's like taking someone who's an, an alcoholic, putting them in rehab, and then turning them loose and say, go back to hanging out with your buddies at the bar to watch the game. You know, if you don't have some type of controlled environment, I wanted Tammy to have the resources that she could have people bring things to her that are maybe better than what she was getting. But Tammy, Tammy could have asked for seconds. Tammy could have asked for thirds. Um, I did give her some decision making because I wanted her to be able to prove to not just me, but herself that she could make the appropriate decisions and get some weight off on her own. And the time, you know, we're, we're now thrown in a, a, a wrench in the spokes of the issue of her breathing issues. So getting yeah. her strength back, she was on a ventilator. She was in the hospital for a while. She has a trach. You know, we had to get her stronger and we're going to take advantage of, of the fact she's in there and not at home and depending upon herself or her family to get her up and walk her where we have equipment there for her. She can work on steps and we can calculate that and we can monitor that. So the time wasn't just solely how much, how long is it going to take to lose weight? And that's not the whole story as well as, you know, I see a lot of stuff. I try not to even read it, but I see a whole lot of stuff on, you'd be surprised the messages people would send me of telling me what I should do and not do. What? They tell you? They tell the doctor? They tell Dr. Eric what you should do? Like Every, what? Everybody's, everybody's a doctor out there, well, right? Well, give us the, what, um, like, what do people well, say you? Well, you know, you? the people saying you need to, I can't, you know, you need to um, limit this and limit that. And I, mean, I remember one person, one, one phrase in particular that really bothered me is someone said, you need to hold Tammy accountable and cut her off. And I, I think it might be one of the few times I responded, which probably wasn't smart, but I couldn't help it. And I said, I am holding her accountable. I'm not giving her a surgery that she's not ready for. I'm not giving her what she wants as far as just let's skip the steps and help me lose weight. I'm holding her accountable to make her do things the right way, um, but I'm not giving up on her and, and giving up on somebody is not holding them accountable. Um, I think people hit their rock bottom at different points in their life and you can't make them hit it. You can't scare them into it. You are supposed to be there with them. When they hit them, you're supposed to help them. And that's kind of how I looked at that. So, you know, people were making assumptions that we were 
limiting calories? Why can they not lose as much or lose less because you're limiting them? And that's, you know, that was assumptions that were made, obviously. Wow. Oh my God. I love that people try to tell you a doctor who PS, like you have to go to school for like eight years, do like residence. I mean, it's like 12 years before you can even get going. They're telling you, I mean, how you don't tell these people to fuck off is like amazing. I don't know how I would. All right. A couple more questions about, because, you know, we've all been following, you know, people love Tammy and Amy so much. They love the show. Um, Tell me about the trach is so hard to see. It's it's so drastic. It's so hard to see. Does that happen to a lot of, you know, bariatric patients? Like, does that happen often or is that very rare? Um, it's not unheard of. Um, it doesn't happen very often. But her situation was a little different because if someone, anybody of any weight, if you or and I were in a car accident, let's say, and we're on a ventilator and we're going to be on a prolonged ventilator course, past a certain amount of time, there's damage and infection that can occur from having a, a breathing tube in for a long period of time. So they'll electively create a trach. So you're, the tube goes below the vocal cords, can ventilate the lungs, get the tube out of the mouth, um, and that can stay in long term. I mean, someone could be on a trach forever. They could be, if they need to be on a ventilator for three months, that's the way you do prolonged ventilation. So when you get to the point that you're not sure, am I going to be able to get them off the vent in a timely fashion? That's the first step to electively switch them to a trach. Because, you know, if a tube becomes dislodged in a patient in ICU and somebody's emergently intubating them in the middle of the night, that's much more dangerous than they have access to their airway all the time. So do there you are some people... No, go ahead. No, 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 I was just wondering, you know, because we still see, I mean, we're not giving away anything. I mean, we see public pictures that she's posted. I mean, she still has the trach. Like, can you, is there a time when you think she can be without it? Or I guess like you're saying they're safe long-term, um, but do we think she's getting close to not needing it? Well, so in obese patients, there are occasionally morbidly obese patients that have a trach because they have such severe sleep apnea you, you gaining access to their airway, you're below all the extra soft tissue and you're kind of bypassing the cause of their sleep apnea in the meantime, even if you don't know if they're going to lose weight. But but if they if they are obese at the time, it's a safer way for them to breathe while they're sleeping. It's an, And it's again, it's a secure airway. So once you have a trach in place, maybe for another reason, then you can also make decisions. Well, just because you don't technically need it anymore, would it be better off to keep that for a period of time? until maybe you are able to lose weight or until maybe your lungs are stronger and things like that. So that dictates how long that may be in place for people. Overall, were you happy with the treatment that that Tammy got in Ohio? Have you been happy with how it's unfolded? Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to Hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS. 
TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R. The number's two zero. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. 
you know, I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Yes. I mean, I think, you know, you'll find out more as the season progresses, but I mean, without question, I didn't see somebody go backwards and anything but going backwards. And, and uh, I don't want to say that and and give the impression I was, I was barely happy with him because that's not true, but where we are in the season right now, Tammy wasn't not only not making progress, she wasn't, she was making no progress and she was going backwards. She was gaining weight instead of losing weight. Um, some of her decisions, which that, that had to deal with some personal issues and, you know, things going on in people's lives. Everybody, that's the other part about social media, man. Everybody has got their life figured out, but they're not, they're not out there wearing it. They're just behind a keyboard judging on it, you know. Oh, so we, yeah. we've all got our demons. We just, some of us don't wear them on our sleeve. And I think that's one of the toughest things for obese patients is <clears throat> we all have our demons, but we can hide them pretty well. You know, I've got, I've got my mistakes in my life, but they wear theirs every single day. Right. You know, and so they can't hide um, that they went on a bender last night. They can't hide that they did something else in their past. They're part of their struggles. They're wearing them. And I think it's 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 something that we could do better at, you know, socially to understand that, that we all have our problems. Um, they just don't have an option but to share that with everybody. I think that's the only hard part about the show. And I'm sure it comes down to like how much Tammy and Amy want to share. And, you know, they need to share it when they're ready. But I think... Yeah, you know, you work in this business. And as someone, I was an emotional eater. I weighed 200 pounds at one point, lost 70 pounds through mindful eating, have kept it off. I didn't have the extreme, you know, that that someone like Tammy does. But you do, you know that there's like so much emotion and pain behind somebody that becomes 700 pounds. That's not something that, you know, anyone would want for themselves. But there's a lot that happened to her, I'm sure, in her lifetime. And it's really hard to unpack. So yeah, I think with this show, I'd love to see people be more compassionate towards their online. It's 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 amazing that they continue on the show. Honestly, I mean, I mean, I, really, yeah, and, that, and that's obviously only thing, something that they can answer. But it's true, and like, and maybe their pain wasn't what caused them to start getting to that weight. But once you get to a certain point, it's going to bring pain along with it from living in society and dealing with the shortcomings that come with that, and being able to integrate into society and whether it be with your family or an occupation or, you know, something in between. But, um, but yeah, and that's, that's a huge part of why we have to make sure people are ready, you know, Mm. psychologically, you know, just because I can do a surgery, that's the easy part. You know, my surgery is, I think the easy part, that's what I'm trained to do, but we got to put people in positions that they can, they can be successful. You can't guarantee they're going to make the perfect choices. No one's going to make the perfect choices, but you have to make sure we've we've wrestled with those demons per se, or we've dealt with some of those emotional issues, so we're in a healthier place all around. Where do you think um, Tammy's mental space is now? That what you can share? Are you feeling good about it? Is it different than maybe a year or two or three years ago? Yeah, I think um, I think if I'm not mistaken, on the episode last night, there was a statement where she was being interviewed and said, you know, I'm just, I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of doing 
um, and I'm in a better place. And I, I think maybe Chris said that too. I think that's the best um, summary that I could give right now. Um, if if you want, we can talk about that again at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> you do, yeah. I want this. All right, let's. But, play. Yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely think that that yes, absolutely that um, I did see a transition of being more open and listening, at least where we are right now. Okay, let's play a game. How much weight has Tammy Slayton lost? Is it between 200 and 250? Is it between 250 and 350? Is it between 350 and 400? Um, the none of the above will be answered next time. <laughs> well, look, we know. Well, wait, we know she lost a hundred. They they told us that last night. That was just okay. out of the given, right? That was like just yeah. kind of like water weight being in surgery, being exactly. you know probably having like a you know some sort of set diet regimen. Okay, so a hundred. All right. I've gotten into a lot of shit about this because, uh, you know, it's like I tell people you can't always believe what you see on the Internet. There's a lot of pictures right now. Your dog is. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's OK. Yeah, oh. my dogs were just barking. If you could hear it. I didn't even hear him. Um, OK, good. But there's a lot of pictures floating out on the Internet uh, from her. She's kind of been on social media. She's kind of like concealing what she looks like a little bit, obviously, because they want to reveal it on the show. But do you think a lot of these images that are coming out are accurate? of what she looks like now? Because some of them are pretty revealing and they look like she's lost 300 pounds or close to it. You know, I haven't, I think I saw one that you ran by me. Um, I haven't seen a lot of them. I, I, I'm not on TikTok and some of the other platforms out there, but it's hard, you know, there's so many filters out there. It's hard to determine even if somebody's lost weight, if that's truly what they look like. Um, you know, I think at the end of the season, people may be able to reflect back to now and say, was, that was completely off, or maybe that was close, or maybe that was real. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be Switzerland right now. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Um, okay. I have two more questions about Tammy. Then I want to ask you about this sh- more questions about the show and Chris. Um, you know, we, we do know she got married. Were you invited to the wedding? I was. Terrific. We're going to see, I think we're going to see that on this season. Oh my gosh. Did you officiate or anything? Are we going to see you in a bigger role? (laughs) No, I would not want that type of responsibility. And I mean, it's tough enough. You want somebody to be successful with weight loss surgery. I definitely don't want that responsibility of officiating the wedding. Especially if I don't have a lot on my record, my percentage could be really, really bad right off the bat, you know? All right. Well, Dr. Smith, we know she met her, her husband, Caleb in rehab. Um, But you know, whenever you hear anything about a rehab program, lots of times they, people discourage you from dating while you're in rehab, dating somebody in rehab, because you kind of both are dealing with the same issues, which can be good. It can be bad. Do you think that Caleb's a good influence on Tammy? Do you think they're good for each other? You know, I don't think that's fair for me to say with uh, um, limited contact I may or may have not had with him. You know, that's a that's a personal decision. But but again, I think we have to be really careful when we throw around the term rehab. You know, if we were talking about a rehab facility, like a lot of people have made the assumption that they're locked up in this situation, they can make no decisions on their own. And every single person there battles with the same mental issues, physical issues, addictive issues. That's one thing. You know, if everyone was in, say, drug rehab, we hear, sure, we hear that all the time. 
But this is not just somebody just like Tammy that's in these facilities. Yes, a lot of them deal with their weight. And not all of them are trying to have surgery. You know, not all of them have the same end goals or the same issues that they're struggling with, too. So I think it's, you know, if, if someone goes to a long-term care facility, that can be considered a rehab facility, too. And I'm not saying that's what that was, but, you know, rehab can be physical rehabilitation as much as all the other if issues. If you're thinking drugs, alcohol, that kind of thing. Ooh, got it. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. Um, look, you know this family, the Slayton family, better than most of us do and they've captivated the nation what what is it about them knowing them personally and offline that you think just resonates with people so much um i don't know if it it's what resonates with people maybe it is because sometimes i think on the show they may not see this part they they see maybe fights or disagreements but i mean the one thing that resonates with me is like family is the number one priority to them. Like mm. they love the daylights out of each other, you know? And when you love each other, you fight, you argue, you disagree, you say exactly what's on your mind, but family is so important to them. And that doesn't happen a lot sometimes, especially these days, but like they are, they are entrenched in each other as far as being there for each other and being, being family, sticking together, supporting each other, um, that's, that's what resonates to me, just knowing them and meeting them. And so I would find it hard to believe that there's not people out there that are drawn to that too. Um, Chris looks phenomenal. I mean, Chris looks phenomenal on the, the season premiere. I mean, he's had to have lost. Oh, can we reveal that? Like how much weight has he lost? I honestly don't know. I can't, I mean, I know. Oh, okay. Um, but you can't, can't say, okay. Because, um, because that's going to probably be, be discussed, but he, he's obviously he's done a great done job. Good. I remember I saw him on a, you know, there's multiple visits after weight loss surgery and they're not all on camera, obviously, because he's my patient. Um, but I remember one time, if anybody follows me on social media, I posted a picture of me and Chris. And even then, you know, uh, I, I, I got permission just to make sure I wasn't going to, you know, get anybody upset. But I mean, the, so many people reached out and told him how proud they were of him. And he looks great. Uh, yeah. He, he's um, yeah. And there's, there's some cool stuff with Chris uh, in this season too. So I think that'll be really, oh, really. Okay. We're ready for that. Um, tell me this, like, you know, you are so active on your Instagram of raising awareness about bariatric surgery, about, you know, weight, health. How, how are you feeling? I'm sure probably people are calling you from all over, right? You're getting contacted because you're on this show. Do you think it's been great in raising awareness about bariatric surgery? Um, you know, is there is there something you would want people to know more that you you are hoping like maybe this season people are it's going to be highlighted more? How do you think it's doing that way for raising awareness? Um, just right off the bat, I think of two points uh, with that. Number one. Um, I think it raises awareness of the validity of it and the effectiveness of it. And I think the last time you and I talked, we may have discussed that a little bit, but, you know, it's this perception of it's an easy way out and it's a quick fix and, and obesity is perceived by so many as it's a self-inflicted disease, which is so false and so untrue. Um, you know, we have no problems, people who abuse their bodies and to the point that they need multiple heart surgeries from how much they smoke or how poorly they eat and we'll stint them over and over and we'll do repeat heart surgery over and over. 
and not think twice about it. But people will look at an obese patient and say, well, they did it to themselves and well, you shouldn't be doing surgery to lose weight. That's that's ridiculous. That's an easy way out. That's a quick fix. Mm-hmm. And it's just false. It's it's totally wrong. Um, obesity is a disease. Are there behaviors in that disease that we could control better and maybe control it better? Sure. But there's also behaviors in every disease process that we battle with, that if we did things differently, we might control it better. Diabetics would be controlled better, right? Lots of lung cancer patients would avoid lung cancer. We could go on and on and on. And so the, the statistics are for these patients, it by and far gives them the best chance to become non-obese. You know, if you take a morbidly obese patient and they go through bariatric surgery, in addition to eating right and exercise, they have a 50% or greater chance to become non-obese. I don't mean lose weight. I mean non-obese. And that's when I flatten their risk of dying too early. Um, and you take away that increased risk of um, early mortality versus those morbidly obese patients. If they do diet and exercise alone, their chances of becoming non-obese are anywhere from between 1% and 5%. And that, that's actually only for one year uh, before those results have a chance to go away. Um, I mean, there's no comparison between those numbers and people don't really know that. So I hope if I can get that out there, it gives courage to people that have been maybe not had any support from their friends or family, that this is not only a valid option, it's it, it can be the best option for them. They're not taking an easy way out. We're teaching them how to do all those things right in conjunction with surgery. And then the last thing I would say is, and I just had a gentleman say this to me and I've had it multiple times. And he came from two or three states away. And so obviously, if they come that far away, I'll ask, like, you know, so how'd you end up here? You know, and we just started talking. He said, you know, honestly, I, I went to a really good program where I was. Surgeon's got a great reputation. Just didn't really feel a connection. And he's like, I never watched your show. He's like, my wife, she loves the show and she made me watch it. And he said, but, you know, I heard you how you talk to people. And I heard out, <clears throat> excuse me, talk to Tammy. And I thought, you know what, like if I can be talked to by somebody like that, that I don't feel like I'm being judged, I can do this. And that, you know, that means a lot to me that at least people hope, I hope people can get that from the show that they deserve to be treated that way. Because unfortunately, a lot of people about obesity have been neglected by our own healthcare system. They've been looked at by doctors for years and said, you just need to eat right and exercise. And they've given them no tools to do it. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, preach a hundred percent, you know, and, and I hope the audience, I don't know, you know, I hope the audience is getting kinder. I I feel like that might be a wishful thinking and I, you know, in realizing there's so much more to it, you know, and like you said, I mean, that accountability comment was so rough and and you see that a lot. Uh, Tammy needs to be held accountable. And I'm like, guys, it's a reality show where part of it is like edited, you know, for effect. You know, she's not always this sassy. Like, I mean, you know, it's like this is a real person. There's real things behind this. It's it's very difficult. Um, OK, like literally this is the last question. Um, do, you know, do you feel like Dr. Now from My 600 Pound Life is threatened by you? I mean, you're younger, you're hotter. I mean, do you, are you getting any are you getting any like threats from Dr. Now? Because you're kind of. No. Yeah, taking away I've, a spotlight I've, I've, a little bit. No, we we um we we do not talk. I I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he doesn't feel threatened by me. Um, I don't know. But I mean, I, I've never met Doctor Now. I don't know Doctor Now. Um, I know who he is, obviously, but I, I think I think he's okay. 
When are we going to be able to buy Dr. Eric Smith hot gear, though? I mean, Dr. Now has earrings of his face. I don't see you with any. How do I buy a sweatshirt with you on it? I can get one of those from Dr. Now. Where's your merch? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of busy taking care of patients. Oh, are you? You're like, are you like a real get... doctor? Okay. <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh. I am. Um, I've had that comment said to me before and I'm like, you know, if I can find time to let somebody do that for me and, and if people really wanted it, I can't imagine that anybody would want it, but you know, maybe, maybe we'll look into that. I can't yes. see myself on a new thing, but who knows? We do. Maybe, maybe Dr. A, Now's a head is literally on a set of earrings. Why aren't we getting Dr. Eric Smith? I mean, come on, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a business venture we could look at. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm going in with you for real. And I actually want an <laughs> earring of you and Tammy on the other side. Like, uh, there's so, I have so many ideas. I want to know why I can't buy your merch. Uh, by the way, last time you were on, you know, everybody thinks you're hot. They wanted to know if you were single, but you, I believe you got married this year, right? I'm not married. I have a fiance. Oh, okay. We, we, we've got to make time. It's not that we don't want to. It's just been kind of crazy. You know, it's well, you have earrings to produce. Okay. Oh, and <laughs> surgeries. I mean, you've got a lot here. Okay. Well, you're yes. on, look, you're off the market. We're very excited. I hope they feature your wedding when you guys do get married on season six. That would, or no, we're on season five or six, whatever, whatever you guys want. Um, anyway, you're, you're so fun to talk to. You're so informative. Thank you for doing my show again. I definitely want to talk to you at the end of the season. Cause I think, do you think this is a really good season? Are we in for a lot of surprises? It looks like it. I, I think it's really good. Um, I think people will just be patient and watch the whole thing and We'll, we'll see everybody's opinion, but I think I think it's a really cool season. Okay, Dr. Eric Smith, what's your Instagram? Everybody should follow you there because that's probably where most people reach out and find you. It's Dr. Eric Smith, literally, right? Or is there a... It's at Dr. Eric Smith underscore. Underscore. I knew there was an underscore. Okay, thank you so much.